Welcome to the Junior Jobs Podcast, where we give new software engineers actionable job search advice relevant to today's job market. In today's expert interview, I'm talking with Anna Miller, a career coach and founder of Second Careers, a consultancy that helps new software engineers launch their career in tech, where we'll talk through four case studies of winning strategies that are helping her clients land that first role. And make sure to stay until the end, where Anna talks more about her program specifically now you can get a free exploratory call to help find the gaps in your own job search. Uh, so Anna, you work with a variety of clients in helping them land new roles in tech. Uh, I'd like to walk through some of your most recent successes as the current job market isn't the funnest place for people looking for work right now. Uh, can you walk me through some of your recent clients and what strategies have been working for them? Yeah, absolutely. So there's been a variety of success stories, which I'm very excited about. Um, so today I'm going to walk through a couple of client stories that include different job search strategies. Um, one person landed a role um, through a LinkedIn post, um, not just through the post, but that spurred connections for him. Um, and a few other clients landed roles that use strategies combining cold applies, networking, connection calls, and referrals. Um, so one really amazing story was a bootcamp grad that uh, graduated all the way last year, um, I know. Um, and he was almost ready to give up and to kind of moving into tech, um, but then he joined the program and he learned how to network. And basically he became such a pro at networking that when he saw a role at the company where he's now working, he contacted more than 10 people there. And it turned out that this particular company has people that are super friendly. So he was able to vet the culture and actually speak with these people, form relationships before even the interview. Um, at this particular company, the recruiter was still not hired yet. So when he applied month one, the hiring process only started month two, but he had already formed relationships with people there. So when he got into the pipeline, he had multiple referrals, not just one. And he already knew what the kind of culture was there. So he took some time to prepare for any technical tests. But when the behavioral interviews came, it was very casual and very comfortable to do that. So networking was a huge part of his strategy. And I'll share some other stories, but this is one win that I'm very excited about. So basically, yeah, so after 16 months of kind of going through from boot camp to job offer, he finally got his first role in tech. That's a great example. Uh, it is not uncommon for developers to spend months, you know, even you know, a year plus trying to find that first job. It's been a difficult market for the last year or so. Uh, so just to unpack a little bit about networking here, you said that was a, a new thing that he started towards the end. Uh, of his job search process, uh, did he, uh, was that like an incremental thing? Was, it, was there a, a series of steps that he took to kind of get comfortable reaching out? Or how did he yeah. kind of become that net networking master that you're talking about? Yeah, thank you. So basically, not every client kind of embraces networking as much, um, even though I provide the tools and um, the, the skills to practice that. Different clients embrace it at different points in their journey. Um, so this client, um, within the first month, started reaching out to people using the templates provided and really practicing having conversations. So what's interesting is his background already had some of that. So he did sales and retail. And so he knew how to kind of converse with people, have small talk, like um, start conversations, follow up, because that was part of his roles before he did boot camp and engineering. Um, so he was able to use those same skills, but in a different context. And for him, he was very, very motivated and very, um, you know, uh, 
really looking for that role in tech because he really didn't want to, you know, work at this other job. Mm-hmm. And um, he's seen that other strategies didn't work for him. So after like, you know, 10 months to a year of not getting enough interviews to get offers, you know, okay, maybe try something else. So for anyone that's not getting interviews and just cold applying, that's when you identify that gap. Okay, maybe you add interview uh, networking. Um, and just however, to clear, mm-hmm. oh, sorry, I'll let you finish. For anyone that is getting interviews through cold applying, that's when networking can give you more contacts and get you like more of an in in the company and kind of help you get comfortable doing the actual interview. So there's different purposes where networking comes in. Um, but just to round that out, um, he really kind of took advantage of networking and that really helped him keep going instead of getting zero feedback when he would cold apply. The example that, that I like here is that he used skills that he learned from another industry and applied them in this context to help him find work. So instead of just putting on his resume that he is a good communicator, uh, he actually used his good communication skills uh, as a strength of his to help him find that role. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, lean into what makes you unique and different. Yeah. But one thing that I did want to mention is at least half of my clients um, have English as a second language or struggle with um, reaching out to people because they're not comfortable kind of expressing themselves in English fully, at least to new people. Um, and he told me that during the program, he got more comfortable speaking with new people and reaching out because, you know, he kept practicing the networking. Um, and even if your English is perfectly fine, you might still feel like it's not there or you're, you don't want to reach out because you feel scared. So wherever, you know, if English is a single language or not, um, still networking can help you become more comfortable expressing yourself. You got to get more at-bats, uh, so to say. And then mm-hmm. it just gets easier with time. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's a great case study there for that uh, specific a client of yours. Uh, can you walk me through some other scenarios with recent clients that have led to wins for them? Yeah. So I'll show you kind of slightly the opposite. So another client had one year of experience. So he was working in tech as, a, as an engineer and um, he um, was laid off from that job and was looking for his next job. And it was a couple of months that he was looking on his own and he was getting to um, interviews and maybe some final stages, but it didn't go to offer. So when he signed on to the program, he was really looking for more structure in um, applying to jobs and getting interviews and finding the right fit, right? So what happened was in the beginning, um, you know, we went through the networking process. We also went through the application process. So clients don't just learn, okay, here's a DM and how you navigate the conversation. You learn how do you apply to jobs very quickly. So if you want to apply to 40, 50 jobs or however many you can find that week, You don't want to spend hours doing that. You want to spend maybe two, three hours max, but not like your entire day or entire week. Um, So by learning to batch his applications within a time frame. So what that looks like is you sit down on the computer and you're like, okay, I'm going to focus on just sending applications, not networking, not researching, just sending the application itself, tracking it, going back to it later. So by learning that process, he was able to very easily cold apply to, you know, 30, 40 jobs per week. And he did this consistently for four months. Um, And some weeks he included networking and some didn't. But in his case, because he had work experience, it was much easier for him to get 
interviews, like a few interviews a month. Um, and finally, he did include some networking at the end um, before, you know, the interviews he did for the role that he landed. Um, and that was helpful to kind of gauge the culture. Um, but for him, the biggest benefit of the program was just having a structured approach and the accountability to be able to hit that goal of diversifying where you apply itself. And that's a principle we, we, we should know as software engineers. If you try to build the whole application at once, it's going to be incredibly overwhelming. Uh, versus if you are focused on one specific task at a time, one specific part of the code base, it's going to be able to focus your energy and you know, bust that out and make progress a lot faster. Uh, so definitely uh, align well with that. Do you have, do you have a, a point of view on like a typical schedule uh, that you would recommend to your clients uh, that you can like walk us through? Yeah, exactly. So I start off everyone with the idea of a 10-hour job search. Um, so at a minimum, you want to do um, one to two hours um, every couple days. So maybe Mondays and Wednesdays, you focus on applications. And then the rest of the days, you do networking, research, you know, any technical um, training, whatever else may be working on a project. So let's say on Monday, you dedicate two hours to apply to all the roles that were posted in the last couple of days put them in a tracker, and then later that day or Tuesday, Wednesday, you network with some of the people in those companies, maybe not all of them, but spend a couple, like maybe one to two hours sending out connects to maybe uh, 10 people at three companies, you know, at a minimum. Okay. Um, so that way you're basically taking your process step by step. Um, and then if you do that on Tuesday, sending out connects on Wednesday or Thursday, you might hear replies and then you'll have, have conversations and then referrals. So basically, um, you could do applications Mondays and Wednesdays, and then the rest of the time you do everything else, essentially. Yeah, I mean, you still got to improve your skill set as a developer. Maybe there are you know, meetups in the, in the evening, but some way to kind of structure your day so you're not overwhelmed. Uh, yeah. So that's a great example. And I just want to call out there, this specific developer even had some experience. So it's a tough market, not just for junior developers right now. But for yeah. all software engineers, so if you're having a hard time, trust me, it's it's not just you. Uh, so that's a great case study number two. Uh, what other case studies can you share from recent wins with your clientele? Yeah. So before I share another one, I wanted to point out. So what I am seeing and what we've been talking about in terms of when you do use cold applications and rely mainly on that, what you want to know is that you're able to target. So you want to know what you're targeting. Um, so, for example, this particular um, um, client, he wanted a job, preferably working in C Sharp because he used to do that and he liked that language and it was, you know, a good domain to focus in. So when he was looking for roles, he actually looked up roles by the language name and that way he was able to find roles that were mentioning this language, which helped him further target the kind of roles he applied to. And the role that he got an offer for was for primarily C-sharp, um, and it was more of a junior role. So they didn't even expect him to know the language. Um, so he basically came in at a level where he blew them away because he already knew the language. Um, so if there is a language that you've been working in and really want to continue working in, you can definitely specialize in that. That will help you target where you apply because you do want to have some targeting. Yeah, part of the difficulty I feel like is that everybody's applying to all of the same roles. Uh, the the whatever roles are for the large companies that are remote that are across the country, uh, 
but the more refined you can bring it down, the competition is going to go down uh, yes, as well. Exactly. Uh, as if you focus on what's, you know, what makes you special. Yeah. So the third case study is a client that was a former lawyer and did a boot camp and just started his job search. So he got in touch with me and joined the program uh, very soon after his boot camp because, again, he wanted a structured approach and he knew that if he was going to find a role, like extra support would be very helpful. Um, so when we started working together, we determined that he actually really enjoyed kind of the legal space, but not the lawyer um, element of it. So he wanted to stay in legal tech um, and kind of see where he could contribute there because he was a lawyer for 10 years. Um, so is that, OK, great. Let's, you know, explore legal tech and see how you can get into that um, community. Um, it turns out there's a podcast because there's a podcast for everything. There's a podcast for li literally legal tech startups. There's a guy who runs it. He has a community. Um, and um, this client shared with me that one of his relatives heard of this podcast and recommended it to him. And what he did um, was listen to all the episodes um, and then do a summary post. So this was a really, really powerful post because it was very thought out. It was very thorough and very detailed. And most importantly, it called out, it tagged all the people, the founder of the podcast, the host. Um, and I think he summarized like four or five companies. He called out the founders of those companies. And this basically was an advertisement that he is well-informed in this space. And he took the time to really study what these startups are doing. So what happened is um, he got connected with the founder because the founder DM'd him and said, oh, that's a cool post. I actually have a community. Here's access to this legal tech community. You'd be great for it. So he got access to this community and he connected with a founder that was of all places in his hometown, which again is that local angle. So when we started working together, I was like, okay, well, see if there's something local that could work out. And he's like, well, there's a lot of remote tech workers in my town, but, um, you know, sometimes I see them in meetups, sometimes not, but there's no like companies really. Um, and it turns out that there is a founder that made it big, had an exit and founded his own company and lives in his hometown and is starting up a legal tech company. And they were really excited to meet with him because he had the exact experience of contract law, which is what the startup is about. So basically, his background as a lawyer and his engineering skills were a great fit. It was like the perfect fit and the perfect role for this startup. So that's where he landed and will start his engineering journey. Oh, my gosh. There's so many things to kind of nitpick there I want to call out. Uh, but the, the first being... He leveraged his non-technical experience to focus the roles that he was applying for so that he could leverage that as a, as a unique qualifier for him in the interview process. So if you've worked in you know, retail or manufacturing or your education as a former teacher, I highly recommend that you pursue tech jobs in that industry because all of a sudden all your previous work experience isn't throwaway stuff. Because uh, as a software engineer, I feel like half the battle is understanding the business domain that you're operating in. You know, code is code, sure, at the end of the day, but understanding the requirements is always a challenge if you don't have some subject matter expertise. Uh, so great example there. Uh, and then you had a fourth case study as well that I believe you wanted to call out. Can you walk us through what that was? Um, yes. So um, this client is still in talks with multiple companies. Um, so what was really interesting in her background is that she is a former teacher. Um, and also English is a second language for her. Um, 
And she did a boot camp and was searching for a couple of months and then joined the program, right? So the last couple of months, she decided that, you know, she uh, was getting better results in cold applications and she had other projects going on. So for her, networking wasn't creating the impacts um, that it maybe would for others. And what ended up happening was that because she was able to kind of see like what would be a good fit for her strengths of, you know, her background, her experience, she was able to target roles really well when she was applying. Um, so she would target roles that are in the education space um, and, and needed some engineering technical knowledge. So currently, she's talking with two companies that both require a background in education and technical knowledge, right? So even though she didn't embrace networking, that didn't stop her from finding the right roles. Uh, so if networking just feels like is not a strength you want to develop right now, where, you know, you just can't bring yourself to do that, um, there are ways that you can target your job search to really create impact and results um, anyways. Um, and then if you are ready or want to kind of try out networking, you can definitely do that because there are benefits for, you know, career growth and even internally networking within the company you land at, that will help you. But that's a different topic. Sure, um, sure. If, something to call it here as well. Maybe you feel this way, Anna, but, you know, at the end of the day, my goal as a content creator is just to give you all ideas that they can act on. Just a, another tool in your tool belt. Some people, networking is going to be a really effective tool for them. You know, some cold applying, you, you can make it work, uh, as you mentioned. Um, so really, no principle in the job search is necessarily necessarily universally applicable. Mm -hmm. To take everything with a grain of salt and just you know work with what, what what works for you. Now this is all part of a obviously your coaching program that you have, but you also have uh, some other uh, course material that you've recently uh, come out with that talk through all these different strategies. Uh, so can you talk us through what that course is? Yeah, absolutely. So the course is something that all clients in the coaching program get. However, if you do the course on its own, you still get immense value. So the course essentially is a step-by-step -step playbook. Um, it's videos, guides, templates, tutorials, homework, all these different elements to essentially teach you all the different skills that we talked about today. Um, so it walks you through how do you apply and vet jobs? How do you network, of course? Um, it has a lot of information about interviewing and tackling behavioral questions. Maybe you have a good grasp on, you know, the technical part and, you know, there's lots of platforms for technical training, but behavioral questions may be tripping you up. And this course essentially includes that as well. How do you answer them? How do you structure your, um, your replies? Um, and also um, there's um, helpful points about salary negotiation because you don't want to throw out your numbers if you don't have to. You definitely want, uh, want to get as much as possible and don't leave money on the table. So everything from structuring your time, um, applying, uh, just cold apply, but effectively and targeted um, to the whole networking process, um, to interviewing and salary negotiation. Very nice. And I'll include details in the show notes if anybody's interested in learning more about your program. Well, Anna, that's all the time we have for today. So thank you so much for coming on and talking through these different uh, case studies. I'm sure the different angles that you approach it with will be helpful for our listeners. So thank you for joining and we will see you all next time. Thank you. 
Thanks for tuning in to the Junior Jobs Podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please remember to like and subscribe as that helps us reach more developers in need. And don't forget to check the show notes for details on today's sponsor and other job search services that we provide.